Hello and welcome back to the Men You Are Not Alone podcast. I have not recorded anything in a few weeks now, a couple weeks at least. Not since around uh, Christmas, New Year's, stuff like that. I took some time just to hang out with my family, with my kids, and uh, to not be busy. Uh, construction has been insanely stressful in 2021. It was in 2020 as well. But I remember those things, and I know that eventually they take a toll on you, so on everybody. Stress, sustained stress just just does that to the human body and the mind and the spirit. So I took a couple of weeks at the end of the year and got some closings finished up on, got people in their houses and, and then sort of unplugged and put everything on autopilot to the best that I could, which I needed. And I needed to hang out with my kids and and just participate in life without thinking about a lot of things to do. What I do in the world is not going to save or change the entire world, and I'm good with that. Um, at present, I am working on a way to bring the discussion about men's issues into the light of day so that men will realize that they're not alone and it's taking me a little bit to organize that, and it's going to take me a little longer to organize it in a way that is concise and cogent and uh, helpful to men, or at least that is my goal, to make it helpful to men so that so that they do know that they're not alone, because you're not. And so I'm going to lay down a couple of real quick recordings here just to send out, and I don't know how many people listen to this podcast. I don't know... Um, I was surprised. The only stats I know for this is that Germany, Zambia, and New Zealand are the three biggest download sites outside the U.S. That uh, did take me by surprise. I would not have figured Zambia for sure. So I don't have a marketing plan. I don't pitch this thing to anybody. I just make it and let God take it and put wings on it where it needs to go because I don't need. I'd, I'd much rather reach a handful of men in a meaningful way that changes their life in a positive direction than 10,000 men who simply tune in to consume something that's laid before them. Uh, I don't, I don't need to spend my time just to feed a consumer market. I'd much rather make a difference in a handful of men's lives. So as you go out today, I, I, I read a book, I've read thousands of, of books that were for the most part worth the effort expended to read them. Or not to read them, but to create them. And there's one book that slipped through my radar, and a close friend of mine gave me a copy as a gift, and it was Victor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning. If you have never read that book, you should read it. It's available in a host of languages, I think probably at least 15 different languages. I think it is still a bestseller. He wrote it in 1959. And his name is Victor Frankl, and it's V-I-K-T-O-R. That's his first name. His last name is Frankl, which is F-R-A-N-K-L. And the book is called Man's Search for Meaning. He has a, a, a more technical book that's called Man's Search for Ultimate Meaning that is meaning that is written more for uh, either a nerd or a person interested in psychology. And it was his approach to, it was initial approach to starting to change the tone of psychology and how psychologists view the human body and the mind and the spirit. That I don't know how that book ever slipped through my radar 
of all the books that I have read over the decades, I would have to say that is one of the best books I've ever read from the entire list of books I've read. And I have been an avid reader for decades. And I don't read much fluff. I don't read a lot of nonfiction. I've read a lot of, I mean, I don't read a lot of fiction. I read a lot of nonfiction. And I have throughout most of my life uh, with just a handful of fiction. And Viktor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning had a dramatic impact. It buttressed that I'm not alone. I'm a square peg in a round hole. And that's what I thought. But when I look at what Viktor Frankl learned from his years in a concentration camp and how that shaped his perspective of life in such a dramatically positive way that left a large ripple behind him in a book that took him nine days to write, I I realized that the way I have lived my life I didn't have to go through a concentration camp to learn that great, you know, gratefully. And I mean, I've had my valleys, but nothing like a concentration camp, nothing like those brutal circumstances. I recommend that book greatly. And you need to be doing something. Well, I'm not trying to boss you around. In my opinion, you should be doing stuff that adds to you. Don't be doing stuff that just dumps garbage or empty emptiness into your mind. You need to be doing you need to be doing stuff every day that is contributing something to your life. If you are finding yourself feeling empty and pointless, maybe take a look a look around and what are you investing your life into? Is it I, I never used to see this as much before the advent of the phenomenon of video. And now half the time it feels like I'm in a world of zombies who just stare at devices and 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 that's not adding much of anything to somebody's a man's life. I mean, for a, a, an entertaining distraction now and then, I th- I think it's healthy, but that's not what I see taking place. And at least uh, the U.S., I see people being consumed by it, and I see people struggling with emptiness. I see men struggling with emptiness, and I also see them spending an inordinate amount of time staring at pointless uh, videos and just stuff that if it, if it never crossed their path, there would be no absence, no shortage in their life from it. Not at all. I do want to encourage you today that if you're not doing something, if you don't have a good book, I mean, I don't know if people, that many people read anymore. Um, there is tremendous benefit in reading and not only helping you with your vocabulary to keep it sharp, it, it it does something different to your mind. Video kind of zombifies the mind, in my opinion, based on what I've seen. But reading, it does something. I don't understand the human brain, but it, but reading is tremendously beneficial to thought processes, keeping a, a sharper edge in your mind. It keeps your vocabulary larger. It doesn't it helps you with sentence structure. It helps you with when you speak, when you write. Um, it's a constant refresher of language and communication. And when you write a book, you kind of have to figure out the most concise, deliberate way to say something without rambling forever like I'm doing right now. Because I'm just right. I don't write. I don't do these with a script. This is I just sit down at the table and I do these. But be doing something. 
be investing in other people around you and people that have needs, people who need a hand up. Uh, be reading something that adds something to your life, something that, that challenges who you are, maybe what you believe, your station in life, your perspective on life. If you're not doing that, you're kind of just slowly treading water and your arms are going to get tired. And you will eventually see, in my experience, the erosion of things like your vocabulary, your outlook, your hope. You kind of stagnate. In what you know, it's kind of like you take a snapshot in time and you go off into video land and you, you sort of stop growing. You know, if you don't like to read, try listening to an audio book, but pick a book that that offers some sense of challenge to you. You know, listen to I mean, I love listening to. Well, it depends on on. But I like listening to sermons. I'm a Bible nerd. So. I enjoy listening to sermon. I don't like watching sermons. I I like audio because it doesn't consume me. I can do other things while I listen to audio, and I do do other things. So do something. Make a positive shift in your life with something that brings some substance or starts pouring substance back into your daily life. And you don't have to do it for four hours a day, but you need to make a concerted effort because uh, the video zombie maze is trying to pull you in. And I'm watching it suck people in left and right. Don't follow that herd. And I'm going to wrap this one up. So I just wanted to put something down, at least some small word of encouragement. And I hope that you have a blessed day. And I will catch you on the next one.